this week on Homo Superior. This is literally the third morph plot now where it's like... I don't. I want to be on this team, and I can do it. I, I can't do it. It's the <laughs> yeah. same thing it's every single trauma time. Trauma every time. How many more times does Morph in this show? I think 65. this is like one of his last. This is I when like. I really wish Nightcrawler were a regular, because that's who's yeah. supposed to be best friends with Wolverine. Yeah. Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where the only thing getting pushed back more than Marvel movies is dead ass. Issue 287, I'm Kalen. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brett Wingate. This week, Homo Superior Podcast is hosting a dance party in D.C. and a panel at Awesome Con. We are. Yeah. God damn it, we are. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the invitation? Shit. I know. Oops. Uh, Marvel dropped a trailer for the Hellfire Gala. And the official start of the Fall of X. Everyone's favorite mutant is back on the animated X-Men team. It's Morph. And on this episode, he shows us that he spent his time off well by going to the Stormtrooper School of Aiming. <laughs> Plus, we've got the regular issues and Marvel Voices Pride. And we'll wrap things up with some classic, classic gay plugs. But first... Can we do some housekeeping about the stuff uh, we're doing? Yes, it's I'm so excited for this weekend, y'all. It is Awesome Con, which is a big comic sci-fi gaming convention here in Washington D.C., where we're all based. It is actually the 10th anniversary of Awesome no, Con, congrats. which is awesome. Con. Uh, <laughs> we are having a panel, as Brent mentioned, on Sunday. Uh, it's focused on queer relationships within the X-Men. Queerness it, and the X-Men? How did we ever do it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a way to make it's that connection. It's wheelhouse we're working <laughs> yes. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was talking to my coworkers about going to Awesome Con, and I was like, oh, we're doing a panel. And uh, then they asked if I did a They asked, who are you and why are you talking I, to me? I said it was uh, queer. It was about queer relationships in the X-Men. And then they go, oh, have you, is this your first time doing a panel? And they go, actually, the, the prior one was about queer history in the X-Men. And they said, huh, seems like there's a theme. <laughs> Interesting. Well, and yeah. then you showed them your and, podcast. And they don't think you're gay or have never talked to you or have spoken to you. Never talked to you. They yeah. never talked to you. Stop talking I, to me. By the way. As someone who's never been talking to him. This, well. this was to the CEO at the urinal. Oh. <laughs> uh, While it, looking at his dick. Yeah. yeah. Listeners, if you're interested in reviews of our queer representation overall from the history last year, my mom and aunt attended. They said, wow, that's a lot of stuff about the X-Men I didn't know. So your aunt, your aunt said, there's a lot of them. <laughs> I don't know if she yeah. met people there or us on the panel or anything, really. Or characters in the X-Men. Uh, who knows? Bring your parents. Bring your family. All right, so we got that panel. And, we got the po- and then Saturday night, the night before, at Trade, which is a local gay bar, which is actually the bar that is the origin story for Home Superior. Mm-hmm. We came up with a podcast there six years ago. We are doing an event called House of X. House spelled the German way, H-A-U-S. House. Uh, where we're going to have a dance party. It's going to be a, a place for queer X-Men fans, queer nerds, and allies to come together, have a good time. We're cosplay. Gonna have cosplay. Co- encouraged. <laughs> Just wear some fucking. Are you God two like mad libbing each other? Okay, cosplay. Gay stuff. Gay stuff. Encouraged. Encouraged. Uh, <laughs> Sandwiches. <laughs> we always finish each other's we'll have, cosplay. We'll have them. Um, we're gonna have performances by two amazing drag queens from the local area. One is Demanda Martini, who you have seen. Uh, with her amazing uh, X-Men and superhero cosplay. She was at her FlameCon happy hour. Yes, she was last year in New York City. Icon. And also uh, the icon Casey Beyonce, a local DC drag queen that is friends with all of us. Uh, she's awesome. Uh, we really can't wait for all of it. And also she would be- say she's worldwide, but she <laughs> is based in DC. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, even if you're worldwide, you have to be somewhere. A space <laughs> location. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, she spans two time zones, exactly. two, two, uh, <laughs> and also I will be I will be DJing. So Woo-hoo. yeah, it's gonna be fun. Come out, guys. Yeah, we'd love to see you. We'll be slutty. We'll can, s- we will. Yeah, you will be definitely slutty, Brent. Sure, Kaylin, you're the one that's gotten blowjobs in a DJ. <laughs> 
<laughs> I might never live that down. My, oh my God. God. I didn't that is wait, my wait, mutant wait, wait, power. Multiple? <laughs> yeah. It, it wow. happened one It happened time. more than once. Oh, sorry, the the DJ boot? sorry, should we cut? The should second we, time was a hand job. Should we cut this? Because no. I'm not going to. Actually, cut everything around this. Just put <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the podcast, right? The, we're a blowjob podcast. See you wow. later. Okay, let's move into our preview Ow. review. <laughs> why Why are you hurt? I popped my like some sort of thing in my crotch. <laughs> We're also a Crocs podcast. Yes, well, this is like Clark's uh, balls explosion. Is what I think. Just for, my right yeah, ball. Clark's corner. For the listeners at home, most of the time while we're talking initially and getting warmed up, Clark is doing calisthenics uh-huh. because for them, him, it's a physical activity doing this. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're doing downward facing dog right now. Let's do a preview review. Yes. Of the Hellfire Gala trailer. Marvel Comics said gay rights by having the third annual Hellfire Gala and then said lol JK by making a trailer for it. <laughs> We've got some glimpses of new outfits, including some silver-haired, doilied out cuckoos, a cyclops that leans heavy on the mythology, and some shots of Jonathan Hickman's new gods. But most importantly, the trailer settled an age-old homosexuality debate. Is it better to have homes made out of wood or is it better to not be on fire? <laughs> Uh, as the uh, <laughs> the Krakoan embassy in New York is clearly on fire and the ambulance is going in the wrong direction. No way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, they do have to leave eventually. Well, my favorite is the sound. I thought they were just picking Cyclops up. From the tree. Yeah, they picked him up in an ambulance. Yeah, well, don't you remember in the, in the um, one-shot um, uh, free comic book day one where Cyclops oh. gets pushed off the thing? Yeah. The three? I thought that was what was happening. Oh, like yeah. Because no one point. else is in there but him. Because the person who stole the Captain Krakoa outfit did that, right? Yes. yes. A.K.A. Nuke. That gray-haired man. You mean Havoc? <laughs> it's Havoc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What if it's Havoc? Uh, all right. Ugh. So I no. think for me, the one biggest takeaway is that Cyclops' outfit looks sickening. It's, it's really I good. I love Holy. it. The all-black outfit with the ruby quartz looking eye and then having the uh singular kind of cape that goes across his chest like his laser beam oh you mean my cosplay at FlameCon this year so why, uh, why is he there if he just got pushed off a tree he got better he's fine <laughs> don't worry about it he's probably was in the pit before that too and did a bunch of everyone's they, just there they always. resurrected him if he hit every branch coming down died Could and they resurrected somebody him. like disguised as him Oh. That's what I am wondering. I mean, it could be the Captain no, Krakoa. No, it's not. <laughs> well, they fit in the same outfit as him. Yeah. So. Well, uh, that's true. We see that Nimrod is the worst party crashing guest ever. Since he Moira. wasn't invited. <laughs> and, since Moira. And Iceman. Well, I think she showed up at least. Um, uh, Iceman really is mad about it, too. In this he, he does seem really upset. So do you think people to jump Nimrod's out. cracked face is because of Iceman or is it pre-Iceman that? It looked pre-Iceman, mm. but that's only a trailer. I think he did that vampire facial. That makes your face look fucked up for a while. So you've got, yeah, you've also got yeah, Thunderbolt, Ross, and the Sark Sentinel showing up, potentially. I think that's Thunderbolt Ross, it looks like him. And yeah. yeah. It could be Sigur Ross. We don't know. Well, and everyone's like, I. what I'm interested to know is what is the, is it just like an illegal assault on Krakoa because <laughs> no like you see the illegal assault uh, Krakoa is like yeah yeah please attack us no I mean it's just what I mean is like do they have like government did like governments team up or they work I'm sure that Britain? the UK yeah Soviet, or not Soviet Union, Russia yeah um like there's probably like it's Orcus is just continuing to get more <laughs> and more uh you know more people behind it's it mandibles. and we'll talk about it and in they X-Men have a Red. ton of american uh superheroes there that aren't x-men and just to also be slaughtered yeah because they're also fighting yeah like they're all you can see that they're all arming up at least it's not like this weird oh coup arming surprise. up you saw thor uh half half shirtless with his giant guns uh, out yeah yes. Listen here, his body is armoring up yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't need armor and they've done this in the past where they've had sentinels and they're like they're protecting both the mutants and the humans so like they could probably in some way be there to protect and then when a situation goes awry where someone attack attacks nimrod then the sentinels oh, can get involved i see like because they're, just they're helping human lives yeah. you know, it's probably something like to that event. it's gonna be a subterfuge i want to like talk PR about jumbo stuff. Who's he making out with in the front? Who is that hot fucking daddy? There's like daddy. some daddy. Do you yeah. think oh, that's, that's his That's the gray haired guy who becomes Captain Krakoa. Ooh. Uh, oh, plot twist. That would be uh, I love it. Is it uh, 
Ursa Major. He's a bear. Shaped bear. <laughs> He's an He's actual bear. bear. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And he turns into a brown-haired guy. Oh, well, people but he has to get older at some point. It looks like old no, man he's, Logan. He's old as shit, though. To, uh, yeah. No. I don't know, but I'm glad that that was like the... F- the it was right the gayest the Marvel trailer. Yeah, it was. It, it is really Pride was. Month. Even like when uh, Carol was just talking to... What's her face? Like it was just, To like, Rogue? Yeah, to Rogue. Yeah. It, like that felt gay, too. Like well, everything about the queerest thing w- about it is that none of them knew how to stand or act like gay people do because they're constantly like shifting. <laughs> 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 Rasputin was <laughs> all over <laughs> the place. <laughs> She's <laughs> standing still except for her entire t- oh, top I, of her torso was like waving. This movement for movement sake these trailers are somehow getting better but worse because they're just becoming campier See, I, and i'm living i feel like it. the the gayest thing was the minimal amount of effort that was put into making the trailer <laughs> look reasonable <laughs> it's, this is why those like <clears throat> motion comics <clears throat> never, never became popular terrible they were Remember, terrible was it early 2000s that they were like this is the future because they and didn't we have like, astonishing x-men and, and we yeah. were like shut up orchids <laughs> yeah because <laughs> well, if they're not because <laughs> if they're not built for there's like they've been really good like web motion comics but if they don't if they're just taking existing panels and tossing them around See, a I, bunch i think they're like shaking the, uh, them about it's like bad like mobile footage when books started to get the tabs that you could pull and move oh characters God. in the book that was like they're like they're like this is the, to get yeah, yeah they're like this is the biggest thing people are gonna their minds are gonna be blown and then when pop up books came out yeah that just ruined the game How old so this are is like you? it's like an intermediate do you remember when like Pat the Bunny happened and like you just like scratch part of its little oh do yeah 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 yeah. This yeah. Is, yeah but it was like the same hole that would just be like this is his asshole now this <laughs> is you put your dick through it well and if you rabbit has a giant penis all the rest are just his asshole. Wait, this book is stuck. Why yeah. Why is all this then? fur rubbed off? <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Can we talk about how terrible the font was? Yeah. Bad. <sighs> Everything about that trailer was bad. Jean's like weird. Uh, what is it? Not step Duba drives. I feel bad I for think the bewitched. Like her wait, nose wiggling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was just like, ooh. All, very also, bewitched, yeah. Also, we all watched it on your beautiful HD TV where it's like, I don't think that's meant to be Wasn't watched good on, on that thing. Phone yeah, either. it's meant to be watching on your janky-ass iPhone 5. They're right? like, I guess I'll open this attachment. Like, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> guess I'll open this attachment. <laughs> Can we move on to uh, some MCU next to Oh, my Do God. Do it. Please. It's our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. We are continuing with our coverage of X-Men, the animated series episode number six in season four courage the cowardly morning <laughs> the just day, courage is just yeah the day more <laughs> more free that drunk. actually worked <laughs> yeah. i hate that i like that joke you came up with that on the spot too because that <laughs> wasn't did. on the agenda so good job <laughs> the day more rejoins the x-men terrorists attack a top secret high-tech weapons factory it's like called zyrtec or some shit yeah uh, the alert isn't interrupts that his homecoming. I know. Is that like a drug? It was like yeah. Zibic. It's it all is. It's all the same stuff. Okay. Um, is that for, oh, for acid Zimbic. reflux or something? Yeah, and like all, also weirdly bipolar disorder. <laughs> the main <laughs> use really? of it? Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, what about this welcome home, home emergency Allergies. prank? They were running down those hallways. That emergency preg? Pre- yeah, yeah. <laughs> prank? Yeah, prank. Prank. It's perfect because that is the exact way Professor X would do a prank which yeah. is make it a cataclysmic <laughs> threat warning only to be the worst party they were serving actual logs of celery like the whole <laughs> celery <laughs> they weren't even broken apart <laughs> into stops. individual sticks no no <laughs> it's i was just thankful during this pride season to see old store like her casual oh, outfit love that her casual, casual outfit. outfit that looks more like a superhero outfit than her normal one seriously no, it's, it's gorgeous. so wild gorge <laughs> uh rogan gambit we're still missing what's up i with know that? they really can't get <laughs> they the get rid of together. them a lot yeah. they do it's like are they i almost was like are they married it's like is it like a celebration for them like i didn't understand what that was all about um to me, the thing that was most striking initially was remembering how Wolverine loves Morph so, so much. He's and so I do fun. he's so funny. I do not understand it why he thinks he's so great, but it's like, oh, I get it now. It's the least funny person and the second least funny person are best friends. Do, 
do you think it's his intoxicating laugh that he has? <laughs> <laughs> Did you like how you he transformed a... into strong guy for no reason, even though no one he never met uh, him and no one really knows? Strong that. guy, long shot, and Omega, Omega uh, Red, not, uh, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Like more never flooded. met any of those people uh, before, uh, but he's like, oh sure, I'm able to do that. So you got it from Moore Island, Muir Islands uh, files. So yeah, after, except for what you call it, strong guy is supposed to be secret. That's true. So they're having this party, and then all of a sudden, a warning comes in. Yeah. There's real danger afoot. Yeah, yeah. And Morph is like doing bits about, you know, jokes he's making. Yeah. Hilarious pro- bits. Pro- Professor X goes, Yo, bro, are you going to be okay with this? <laughs> are you going to be fine for this mission? He's like, Of course, I'll be great. This is That's a pretty good Morph impression. This is literally the third Morph plot now where it's like. <sighs> I don't. I want to be on this team, and I can do it. I can't do it. It's the <laughs> yeah. same thing it's every single trauma time. Trauma every time. How many more times is Morph in this show? I think this is like one of his last. This yeah. is when like, right? I really wish Nightcrawler were regular, because that's who's yeah. supposed to be best friends with Wolverine. Yeah. Did you also like that this was the third generic Master Mold plot, which was I'm gonna create enough Sentinels to take over the mutants? So yeah, we get it. We so, get it. So square this circle for me. The master mold mm-hmm. needs to be picked up by a crane, <laughs> yeah. which is located you where know. there's tons of stalactites, right? It's yeah. in a cave. Yeah, of course. Not a great place to put a crane. Anyways, he also had spider legs <laughs> that he could have used the whole time to walk around. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. So <laughs> make that make sense. Uh, uh, we won't refuse to. Who was uh, a master mold, his head. Maybe you met him. You <laughs> met him. Master mold, ever heard No, no, no. Of he was at that, that sex party we went to, Clark. Yes. Remember? <laughs> the one that I that left one. immediately. He's, uh. the one, he's the one who's obsessed with uh, showing Charles wrong, ironically. Wouldn't it be ironic if I used you <laughs> to right. kill all the mutants? Yeah, that was weird. He's like, with your brain, I'll be more brain, brain. power. And you're like, what? Okay, you know, great. It was foreshadowed in the Alanis Morissette song, so we should all should have heard it. Yeah, so I, yeah, it, I, it, I it was wrong point. and didn't make sense. I really like, need them to stop bringing Morph back. No uh, one cares. I was just Google. He only shows up two more times. Oh, At least God. he's transformed. One is at graduation day, which is the last one, oh, so he's only probably going to show up for half a second. Did Whew. you? Thank God. My I, now iconic piece of dialogue that I'll have ingrained in my brain is: what? "We are not programmed to track humans." You are now, <laughs> and then laser shoot at him into their eyes because that's that's <laughs> how you transfer info. Sense. Well, I actually thought it, you were gonna say the guy who's making their plastic sheet metal, you know, rolls. He goes. million on robots and the phones don't work? Literally (laughs) took a screenshot of that. I'm obsessed with that, man. This guy, he's a working stiff. He literally looks like every generic white guy that's been at the job for too damn long. Uh, Love him. It is Pride Month, so we need to talk about the gay couple or gayest couple, Trask and Gyrick. Aren't they so fun on their vacation? Gay couples can also be problematic. Yes, agreed. They went on the safari trip together and (laughs) they were mad. Mad uh, about their dog being home. I have like they also were had fights about my husband uh, with my husband that were broken up by giant men. <laughs> <laughs> their name was also Master Mold, <laughs> and they shot in their eyes too, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not a bottom. You are, you now. are. <laughs> exterminate. Yeah. Wait, why are they Daleks now? I, I know. Thinking logically about it, it's not. It doesn't make anything. Yeah. But like, so. So Morph goes, I'm going to do the exact same thing Beast did. I'm going to turn the power up to 11. I'll find another code, another another location point. Should I tell Scott? No. Yeah. I'm going to go in there and trip immediately. Oh, my God. Um, he was, it was lucky that the other X-Men were there. I enjoyed Scott's energy this one. Usually I think he, he is the worst, but I liked him this one. Everyone was talking at one point, and he goes, "Both of you, just shut up!" Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, this is the man who left him for dead, like at the very first. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Everyone I, was screaming, "Shut up!" A lot. Shut up! No, you shut up! No, you shut. Uh, it's like this podcast. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoy. I enjoyed it. I also. Um, it was. It Beast like a- took a moment, and he just went. That's what we call high irony. And I was like, "Fuck <laughs> off!" You oh my piece god, of he shit. was so pretentious in this episode. So the annoying. Fucking That's like beast. quote, but extra. I felt it, more so. That it, gun though, they should use more often. That was a true. great gun. Somehow it was like a very 
in, given that it just went around in circles and he's like, you know what? Myra was right. I should not be out in the field. It was like, great. She fucking told you at the beginning. It's a very long episode, though. Some of these things are like, you fly sure by. you should be out in the field? Yeah, I don't know if you they should be out ri- there. It's probably, I can I tell you? The music in the background, wild. Oh, they yeah. really make sure you're I awake for this. Can I tell you if you should be out in the field? I can't do it. I wish I could do a bagpipe well. I <laughs> wish you could, too. Yeah. If you were stuck on an island with some people, would you want Morph there? No. Oh. God, no. Go back to the mainland. <laughs> You've got your boyfriend, your Irish boyfriend, and you got this creep that's Get just hanging around. Big and Toe can turn into anyone. Is Banshee still there? Is he hanging yeah, out? Yeah, I mean, they were, they were making out, whatever, it, the Phoenix Whoa! episode, season three, the Phoenix one. Yeah, they're He's dating. probably still there. Um, can we talk about Wolverine is in every Sentinels episode, and he is one of the most ineffectual people against <laughs> Sentinels. They, they, drop, they drop Storm, which is useful and great, <laughs> and they also drop Wolverine, and the others are just watching from the ship <laughs> being like, so wow, weird. that does suck. They're you'd down. Al- you'd also think, okay, Wolverine <laughs> would be very ineffectual against Magneto. Who is he effective against? <laughs> Um, Sabretooth? Yeah. yeah. Come here, what about What about those uh, lake witches in the swamp that Gambit fought, huh? Oh. Truly tier one villains there. The good down deal. Oh, my God. What's the Cajun version of the witches from Hamlet? I'm Macbeth. It does make me really sad because we are past the best... Like season, I, of I disagree. X-Men. There's some other. More there's another. No, there's one, a, Proteus one. is kind of fun, right? Well, that the problem. Yet, it, it? It's not that the problem is that they the switched solution. the seasons. Car- they've switched the season so many times that you don't know which one's going to be a good part yeah. of the season that you think was supposed yeah. to exist. They yeah. really come. Like, at this you is a four, but now it's a five, and this is a five, but now mm. it's a late three. That kind of shit. I look at it as you. You never know if it's going to be fun or yeah. terrible. Either way, it's going to be until Jubilee shows up with her like magic castle bullshit. We're, oh, oh yeah. it's the it's truly the worst. No. That's a bad episode. Th- those are the two countdowns I'm looking at. It's the Jubilee theater move uh, theater episode. And what's going on with the phalanx? Where are they? Yeah, at? phalanx is a good one. That's my favorite. That is a good one. That's what we have to look forward to. Uh, what we also have to look forward to what? are the issues. Our weekly recap of all things X. This week we have X Men Red number twelve, Wolverine number thirty four, Rogue and Gambit number four, and Marvel Voices Pride number one again. How many number ones do they have? Yeah, it is weird that they don't. They just call it 2023, 2022. But let's start with the number one of Pride 2023. You've got Steve Fox, Shad Petrosky, Sarah Gailey, Marieke Nijikamp, uh, Marieke, you can say that twice, Stephanie Williams, H.E. Edgman, Catherine Locke, Stephen Byrne. And then as artists, you've got Joanna Estep, Roberta Ingra- uh, Ingranada, uh, Rosie Campe, Pablo M. Collar. Lorenzo Susi, Balier, Rosen Lund, and Stephen Byrne on art as well. Thank um, you for saying all those things. There is a lot going on. Yeah. So you had Hulkling, Wiccan, uh, recently coming out, um, Spider Gwen, yeah. yeah, Gwenpool. Gwenpool. Uh, just we can name them, but why would I? Let's just talk about the stories. What were let's some of your favorite? Let's name all the people you never heard of before. Yeah, we'll s- it's um. Like, let's talk about what we loved. Let's talk about what we loved. What first. I loved was um, Black Cat. That was, that and was um, I'll finish the sentence. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I don't give three shits about Period. these new characters. Um, I thought the Jumbo Carnation story was quite entertaining just because I love a fashion yeah, show. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah. cute. And it felt very in our vein of like, yeah. they're serving, blah, blah, blah. Like, we've literally done that on. That there. felt like a like, 201, co- like a 102 or 201 comic to me in that it was like made for gay people that are just fucking like gay as shit. Especially for us who we love doing the fashion stuff. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah exactly. We Gala. are a fashion podcast. We are a fashion podcast. First and foremost. Um, and then... I, I would love if the Jumbo Carnation issue was like a, uh, an annual thing they did for the Hellfire Gala, mm-hmm. and they just had each oh. of the outfits, but the story was different Marvel characters having to be in the audience and like responding to what they like or didn't like. It's like so it's like a swimsuit issue, but gayer. Yeah, and about fashion. Like if you were sitting next to Anna Wintour watching a fashion Who is show, a mutant. Yeah. She powers, powers the wind. Yeah, exactly. Or, and then you, just, and then you just see whispers or like uh, sm- uh, things that say like, "Do you want to do coke in the bathroom?" Like it just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. tour. What did I say? Snow. It's um. I enjoyed because I enjoy the younger generation, and I love when Bishop gets mad at him. So <laughs> I enjoyed I, that. I enjoyed I like that. that yeah, that's um, fine. That's so Gray Malkin is one that I've always been interested in. Yeah. Um, his story is very tragic. 
um, his dad hated him so much that he buried him alive and he died <laughs> for like a, 150 years or you something. Know, oh my God. As you do. Um, so I'm glad he found a boyfriend. Um, I wish he was more better late than, than never. And the character that I knew was gay from like I know, when he's ca- introduced. You 10, call 50, that. I know. I knew it. Spectre. Well, it's because he has that early 2000s hair. Yeah. Because well, that's when he was a little like, blonde guy that was like the theater boy who um, lives with his grandma. And is really good. He wanted to marry a flat skin. He has, sh- he has shadow him. powers, mm. and so Gray Malkin had a dark past, so he became more powerful. That's a fun. That that's good? a fun. I think that's a fun superhero superpower combination. Uh, yeah. Given, given the a version of a fastball special with shadow itself. And also, I enjoyed gimmick getting a better outfit. Yeah, I like that outfit. It I, is like very. She looks cute. It's like I feel like it's like late '90s, early 2000s. But I, it's it's so much better than her weird gambit knockoff. And I love that they brought back. I should remember buddy Madeline. Pr- yeah, I, I'm excited. Well, for her, her, but also Pr- the other person from Children of the Atom, ba- Buddy. Buddy. Yeah, yeah buddy. buddy. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. They were smooching. I, I thought mm-hmm. this, they were smooching. To me, this is evidence that, like, yeah, we should have more stories with new characters because I'm getting sick of all the old ones and reading them over and over again. Yeah, I like this. I actually, the worst part to me was that it was in any way connected to Bishop War College. <laughs> Fair Jeez. point. True. Fair Let- point. Uh, can we talk a little bit about Web Weaver uh, yeah. by Steve Fox? I have not read much of Web Weaver. Um, the story I thought was okay. But I like that the character is so unapologetically queer. Mm-hmm. She got a purse. I she love got her. a purse. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it shows to your point, Adam, about like, you know, we have gay 101 and then we get into like 201, 301. Yeah. Sorry. It's like. Sorry. You mean. Uh, Web Weaver. Perm Spiel? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was by Catherine Locke. Steve, yeah, Steve Fox created the character, and then Catherine wrote the Steve story. Steve Fox oh. wrote today's lesson. Uh, oh, oh, yes. oh, thank you for the thank yeah. you for the correction. Um, but yes, yes, Steve Fox did create the character, and I haven't read any of Web Weaver yeah. at all. But I, what I like about it again, you know, uh, is that you would not have seen this five or ten years ago. Like gay characters had to be this masculine, masculine ideal, yeah, yeah. Uh, or like you know somewhat sexless to a certain point. Yeah. But having somebody who's just like he's very femme, he's very femme presenting, and like that's part of who he is and his identity. It's been it's really fascinating. I like that you made that point because it's really fascinating how much even in the Marvel Pride voices issues, I feel like the content has changed. I think the original set was still like either like really young teenagers, people figuring themselves out. It you know, there's still a lot of that and obviously that's what this product is for. And I think it's so great that, you know, readers of all ages can find themselves and be represented. But having the spider uh keep calling Spider Gwen, the Gwenpool follow up and like yeah. all of that stuff. And to your point, just seeing so much more of a broader spectrum than just like an L, right. a G, uh, even a T. Like you're really getting to the actual rainbow that that pride should encompass. And I think yeah. it's so cool. I, I, I just love the, the origin stories with a lot of these characters are inherently queer. And I think early comics used to have this thing where their origins were based off their trauma, based off whatever experience that they've had. And then in the middle years, it really got to this place where it was just sort of like, you got firepowers, the end. And, right. like, <laughs> and then so it's nice to really actually call back to maybe inherently like uh, what's it? What's his name um, or what's their name? Muzzle or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> muzzle or something. Muzzle. Like it is muzzle. But literally like can lick and then you take on the like trauma of the person. Like it's wild. Powers and then we crazy. and then uh, in Bill and Teddy's uh, Billy and Teddy's uh, story, we have the trans character. What? Lacey. Which I'm obsessed with Lacey. Lacey. Lorraine. You like Lorraine Lacey Lorraine? I love her. Is an icon. Love that character. Instantly. I do not care that this was not at all about uh, these two fuck boys I, and their little yes, adventures. I know. I it, like that she was an adult. Yeah, she's agreed. A, like she's like, mature. I went like to that pride in 92, you faggots. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. She's like, yeah, I spent two to 300 years in the depths of space until I was picked up. Yeah. But, butt-ass naked. But her origin story was inherently trans, too. Yeah. Like, it, it's Completely. ingrained, and it's so cool. Yeah. I really like that. 
and she says y'all all the time. <laughs> Thank you, Texas. <laughs> and that's representation. That's Kayla. how you representation. So exactly. One of the many things I liked about the black cat um, story is that I like the fact that she and Gambit hang out because they're both fucking thieves. Yeah, like, yeah that yeah, was yeah, cool. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, we're that both dicks. Yeah. But I like the fact that also she, very she went too. to steal of uh, somebody. She just wanted to fuck Condra. That's literally that all she did. I'm not stealing anything. I just want to fuck you. So I don't know much about the thieves guild. I don't know. Thieves guild. Well, you saw. Remember those assholes you just talked about yes, Kyra was with a I yes I know that they were in an episode but I do like all of the weird lore stuff that they've got so the library of like stolen books yeah. I think is just Fun. fabulous uh the fact that they've got this weird mysterium statue which I know is a kind of retconned type thing but yeah. it's great I I wish that I knew more about things like that rather than that Gambit was ever the king of the thieves. Well, 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 Brent, king I have some news thieves. for thieves. you. <laughs> the, these are supposed to be a preview, so you're supposed to go back and read more of their content. I'm not. After. But no, no, I, no. <laughs> what happened is they actually stole Brent's heart. I think the thing about it that worked was that they didn't have any of the characters from the Thieves Guild stuff. That's <laughs> that's what that was, part's yeah, all terrible. That, Besides Condra, which I was point. happy that that she's like, "Oh, you thought I was killed and in, in making that gate? No, I'm fine." Yeah. That was great. Well, because it did the gate did get destroyed, didn't it? So like that was kind of their out where it's like, "Oh, it's finished." And now yeah, they're all sure. back. So I want to give a, a little shout out to the um, penciler Roberta and Granada for Arsham uh, for their version of. Uh, I guess RSM, but any celestial, which was taking some of the logos that you see on the front and then kind of converting it into our gendered symbols for men and women ah. and thought, also a domino mm. on his face i thought it was like a yeah <laughs> yeah roll well, six yes. six is a better to open actually so the thing is <laughs> you don't know this but uh their head is actually a die so if you rotate it it's a five on the side <laughs> and then a three oh on another side yeah i love that which is the D version of it. it's 26 sides just like the genders are supposed to be you roll the die <laughs> Yeah. So and it don't matter what you get. No, I don't care. <laughs> Just have fun. So wrapping up on voices, what do you want? You know, how do we? How does Marvel keep these interesting and successful? I think Kalen, you read the DC Pride and, and I talked about did. It, so. uh, Brent, I think also read it. Um, the DC Pride one, even though I'm much more of a Marvel fan, the DC Pride one was, I think, superior to this. Uh, I appreciate new talent and new characters. I just think that DC curated this a little bit better and had this was true last year too, had better representation like across the spectrum. I think Marvel's getting better on that part of it. It just was like... It's an improvement from last year. A thousand, a thousand percent, but there were stories that I found myself getting very uninterested in. Yeah. And this is not, and mm-hmm. I guess I'm being a terrible queer person, but no. I was just like, eh, I'm just kind of like over some of it and I was struggling to make my way through even the four to ten pages of, of that story. Whereas with DC... It just felt like every story was like really interesting. We said because we're like thirty something, forty something, that we don't need to see kids have origin stories. Yeah. Of homosexuality. Thank you for saying origin because I thought the word was going to go origin somewhere else. Stories. I want to see you, them have orgasms. Either. Well, do you or- think orgies? Orgies. Well, I was wondering oh, oh. too. Do you think that DC, like within that, are they targeting the same audience? Because I would wager that DC's like is it. probably, to your point, maybe angling and aiming towards it. But I mean, you know, it's a, either one is a smart business decision, I but. Mean, DC and Warner Brothers have shit movies, and so that's true. Marvel has already had enough that they're also gaming. Correct towards me if I'm wrong, but doesn't Marvel just feel inherently more queer? Is it just because they have the X Men and stuff, or is it I, what is that? Is I, it because they came later I, compared to like DC? I I kind of go back and forth. Like one of the first out characters, even before North Star, was uh, Pied Piper in the Flash, who was originally a villain and then became kind of a hero and but he, they always villainize i think a little bit more in the dc but Pied, universe but pied piper was actually like reformed he was a good guy by that point by the time he came out so and then also at the same time dc launched the vertigo line which was you know mm-hmm. geared towards uh mature readers but before that happened like they were still part of dc sandman doom patrol swamp thing animal man and there was queer representation in those comics so dc i think i think uh marvel was more queer coded DC was more queer earlier on. Uh, you know, not... Saying it outright, and then there was more... Yeah, subtext, in the text, yeah. yeah I exactly. mean, not trying to do a compare and contrast. I think for the DC Pride stuff, yeah, there were definitely think? more stories that I don't have any of the background for that it felt like a lot more of a slog to understand 
what the fuck was being discussed in the first place. Uh, so I thought that this stuff resonated with me more, but that's probably just a personal thing. I think that both of them have learned, though, that giving more space, more pages for any of these stories is better. Yeah. Oh, Agreed. instead of the yeah. one yeah. shots, you're right. Page. One page. I mean, this is also worth it's like $4 more than what the last one would cost. Yeah. To the extent that uh, they've curated or changed the way that they write the stories, yeah. the thing that I like that Marvel has developed more, I think DC does it already, is the story is about something and the characters are queer. Yeah. Which is not a way to say that we got to like hide our queerness, but that our queerness is just part of who we are. It is a, it is a flavor. It is not the essential part of like being a hero. You're I'm not a better hero you're because you're queer. Or not. I'm a romantic. Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, yeah. But I it's, it, it's important, but not something that like, if your story just becomes about that, it becomes a lecture to the audience about the right way to do things. Yeah. One thing um, that I didn't realize until reading this, there was an interview with an artist named P. Craig Russell, who I've been a fan of for many, many, many years. I didn't realize he was queer mm. until this interview. Uh, he's done a What's lot. He done? Yeah. Uh, he's done a lot of like kind of like fantasy type stuff. Back in the day, he did. He's done a lot of stuff with Neil Gaiman, specifically for Dark Horse, like adapting Neil Gaiman short stories into like those hardbacks that you see. Mm. Uh, so he's got a very sort of like fairy tale fantasy style. Uh, but as a kid, uh, the reason why it's resonated with me as a kid, I remember uh, getting a copy of a graphic novel. Uh, do you know Michael Moorcock's character Elric? Um, he's like kind of like a sounds familiar. He's like sort of like a knight pirate kind of thing, uh, and he's like very like he's an antihero. He's pretty amoral. But the art, I really loved it, and I remember seeing it as a kid, and it was so different from regular superhero comics. That every time I see like pre P Craig Russell's art, like it, al- I always kind of go back to that. I think he's so good. I was queer. upset that um, Batroc was not in the um, Gwynpool story because she, that's his be- her best friend. Oh, Batroc's her best friend. Best friend. Yeah, they talked that. in in that what the web series, the web comic that she was like, "Oh, Julie, you're my favorite," except for Batroc. Oh, oh that's I right. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's speak on some X Men Red number twelve: Al Ewing and Jacopo Cagmagni. We get Ironfire's lead-in and backstory as a member of White Sword's 100 Champions who are now under the sway of Genesis's return from Amenth and headed straight for Araco. I Were I you was, happy uh, for Iron Jeff to uh, show uh, up? No, I was excited <laughs> because I'm oh, sorry. John. I've been waiting for like three years for whatever the White Sword stuff to come back. Yeah. I, thank you. Yeah, it was it such was a dangling so plot line that I, it was the only dangling plot I was line I'm dying to for it. Also, it gave so much life to Kalen's favorite character. It, like it just was uh, Iron Jeff. Iron Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Jeff. Is it's it was great. I love that. I love seeing them again. I I missed the, having them. I was wondering why they weren't on the like sort of Araco like council. I yeah, I wanted yeah. to know way more. So I was excited. I like what Storm was. Um, wait, what Storm? White, White Sword Storm. was like was like. Oh, you want this Genesis? Nah. Get. We're taking the sword out of here. Fuck you. Yeah. I, it, I do love the highest regality queer courtship storyline please take my sword yeah that's yeah. pretty gay yeah yeah, yeah. it was very it's a good gay. Tree. I like that was it's also back when they had the doug and exodus like issues of new mutants where he's like i'll take your sword and use it instead of you I was like, uh-huh. are they uh-huh. exodus super gay he, at that point but he specifically is obsessed with iron jeff yeah, like iron there was a lot <laughs> There was it's both Iron John, and his name isn't Iron John. Like, Iron Iron Iron. I don't care my other ninety-nine people. You're the only Jeff. one that matters. There to were definitely yeah, there could be ninety-nine people in the room, and I want and you I to only see Iron Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I did like that was stupid castle though. Stupid <laughs> castle. Stupid Am I right? <laughs> Wait, well, he's old. Stupid. He's an old gay. He has I, bad taste. So I thought about this a lot. So cool, do man. You, do you design? Your building to look like your most important centerpiece, namely the white sword. Uh huh. Like, or there's a part of it that's kind of like, I don't know, it works as a building. It's not that crazy of a structure. Where there's, are the windows? There's a building like Where that. Where are the say. windows? Do you see those two lines right there? Those are the windows. Oh but God. also they're at That's Am- bad. But they're also at Amnemph. Like where, need, the, where the fuck are they going to be? Brutalist. Like, they need like some I sort of design yeah. in architect. Yeah, what what's the what's the, the ideal cement, yeah. What's the ideal view of Amnemph? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that bu- that building's in L'Enfant Plaza. That's a <laughs> DC joke right that there. That is an old government building right there. Exactly. That's HUD. Yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think about the other champions like Two Head? <laughs> Good old Two Head. 
another gay you know, name. One, two heads are better than one. <laughs> yes. I, I love when they were like all fighting in that castle and they're like, oh, no, no, you're infected. And I was like, I'm not invested in any of you. <laughs> it's a lot. Going. It's well, all cannon fodder. And I love I that know. he just healed them. He's he like, was, you're healed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She may be gross, but I'm healier. It made no sense. So the, I one, it, yeah. the one thing I did not like about White Sword, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because there was just not as much she didn't have a sword uh, of him. It, <laughs> It wasn't much of a sword without a sword, you know. What is I'm that <laughs> in the ten of Sto- ten of swords storyline? He was he felt much more like I'm an older warrior mm-hmm. that is like I I do war because I have to, and this felt more like a champion. Like I'm a guy who goes out and does a singular fight two, and wins for that's the army. because he got two lines in the last one. Yeah. Though, so well, we don't two, really he did that with Gorgon, didn't he? Wait, I don't remember Gorgon. anymore. Uh, no, well, Gorgon was everybody. Al Ewing wasn't writing any of the X books during that, Ten of Swords, so I think, I think that is. might be the the reason why. Yeah, it was Jonathan Hickman, and then it was like a bunch of other writers who were like the writers of the X books. Al Ewing didn't come on till Sword, mm-hmm. which was after. Ten it's of very yeah. it's very Boba. Like the less you know, the more interesting the character is. Yeah. I do think that some of the dialogue yes. he was that's like, fine, but it was almost too much banter back. How dare you? Talk about Wolverine yes. that way. We are. I come at me, champion. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> we didn't know that Boba Fett had a back to tank right. addiction. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is going on with this annihilation staff? What's that about? I thought she was fixed. Is that rhetorical? I don't know. I thought Genesis, but I mean, like Genesis was like whatever. It power corrupts. Now she's Absolute like power back. Yeah. I mean, she was just missing all that shit she used to be controlling. Yeah. yeah. What is her power again? She is powerful. <laughs> she's just like powerful and like hot. She is she's like hot. America's next top model. <laughs> yeah. She's like she's Well, it is yeah. a little bit like apocalypse, right? Like she's just like, she you know, always super her, strong. She gets her liner perfectly she, every time. Does anyone know? Does did anyone I, know? Did you love the read though, where they were just like, "Where's your fucking husband, bitch?" And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, fuck up, you fat yeah. which is not okay. But as a reader, I was also like, "Where is? Where, where is? Where, where is, is he?" But that's they, not okay, though. But then, that's not okay. But then you we have to, to ch- wait for we need to before check the follow when, when, We need to check our privilege because we we don't need him around. When, Gen- when Genesis, Genesis threw that white or that red wine on white <laughs> white sh- white sh- sword. <laughs> Uh, not so white. It wasn't now, red, you? though. It wasn't red. That's These fine. These little succession motherfucking children that can't do shit. Oh for my god, they they're are so succession grimy. children. They're they, so grimy. I heard the theme. I I, I pointed that at you for you. <laughs> Thank but you. It, they can't do shit. I thought death was not around too. I thought death was. He was on. He was in charge of. Vampire Land. Right, yeah, Sevilla. Well, he might have just came back. Yeah, but you he's also what? helping out somebody. Hey, he's everywhere. He left. Yeah. Those Guys, B, those he B left. people, I thought they attached to the Death B people. Death does come in threes. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. This is weird. Okay, so uh, what is her story? Who, like, who is this white homeboy? The Summoner. Another, but, yeah. summoner. but just a random one. Like, they also, like, I didn't, yeah, they're, I'm glad they're, that they're so coming back. a Summoner dead. Yeah. They're yeah, there's a bunch of them. Oh, okay. yeah. Now you're all caught up. They <laughs> only had the one, they used the one Summoner from the beginning as, like, the introduction the one point, that was but there dating was always war, a bunch of magi. Married to war. I did miss her, though. Who? Did you guys miss her? War? Genesis? No, Genesis. Oh, I, no, yeah, I didn't miss sure. any of these people. She slays. Like, I, I'm, uh, I'm I miss, excited about I, where I this is going to go. death, and I think that's it. I mean, I, I'm actually quite invested in the mystery of where the fuck is Apocalypse. Where is he? Well, we're going to find Do out where is he before the fall one shot. Where is Shelly Miscavige? Where is she? Do you? Where's Jessica's baby? Do you think <laughs> Pestilence Breath like stinks? Like it just no, it's actually pretty nice. He uses yeah. the stream breath strips. Yeah, Colgate. he's actually got a great I'm style. Teeth right His yeah. last name is Colgate, actually. So, <laughs> uh, and then kind of like, what do you? I mean, obviously we know Orcus is involved, but the Clan Akaba shit. What do we think is actually like? I mean, Clan Akaba was they were originally like Apocalypse worshippers, so yes. of course they. They're trying to bring system. them into it the makes fold. Sense. Yeah, and it's like, um, what's interesting about it is, I mean, they're ostensibly mutant haters, right? They're yeah. like allied with with um, uh, with Orcus, uh, or they're part of Orcus now. But like, I mean, Apocalypse and Genesis, like, they're the original mutants, right. or some of the mo- most original mutants. And so, like, them and like coming in, friend. maybe maybe it's part of Apocalypse's larger plan to make the mutants go through yet another oh. like you know test to like come up against you know whatever. Well, maybe that's what part of Fall of X is really about that. Well, they are playing up the I like. Know, give us a new thing, Apocalypse. They're, for the love of God, they're playing up a lot of like the Araco got soft. I mean, that's what I'm like. This bitch like comes out of that fucking teleporter and she's like, "Look at this shithole!" And it's like they terraformed a fucking planet they just on Mars. Got blown up by fucking <laughs> monsters and shit. Like I don't know how long ago. Yeah. Well, she didn't it. get the memo on that. I, I, I think the most interesting part 
uh, maybe it was in actually her memo about what happened to most of the Iraqans, which is that they went to deep space. I thought that was very interesting. Left, yeah. And I think that right. presents an interesting opportunity for the future of Iraqo mm-hmm. that like uh, if if things don't go well with Genesis, that maybe she turns her direction to the stars and they like try and start conquering Ooh, storm. Uh, or no. Genesis. Genesis, the Iraq, yeah, no, like, no the the Iraqians as a, or I guess the yeah. Amenthites. I don't know what to Amenthians. call them. The Iraqians yeah. who decided not to go with Iraqo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I I think that actually makes sense because I think I can see I can picture them going a l- little bit more cosmic mm-hmm. and like being involved in with the Shi'ar maybe more or... in galactic stories just in general. You just yeah. have these crazy like otherworld night type people who like believe in constant violence. Going against people with fucking lasers. I love it. Yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, let's speak on Wolverine number 34, Benjamin Percy and Juan mm-hmm. Jose Rip. Weapons of X continues with Wolverine and Maverick caught in the crossfire of the CIA and Beast Machination. Why are we still making Jeff Barrister a thing? Um, <laughs> he, he's the only thing that matters. He and that's like, wh- it's like he almost died. He died. Oh, no, he didn't die. <laughs> two, two panels later. Whoa. Can you imagine? His daughter if, almost died. Can dude. you imagine if Jeff Barrister almost died? He uh, he didn't die. Can you imagine if Jeff, why is he so important? It's so stupid. <laughs> they That's need a human sacrifice. contact. I don't know. That's where sacrifice. you need Nightcrawler. He could have been the, the he could have been. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe there's saying. some. It's, maybe is, the X de- uh, X desk will help them against Orcus. Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, yeah. So maybe that's that. maybe that's the reason why. Look, uh, Wolverine had a queer eye moment with like the creation of Araco. They like did him up. Like, we want to fix you. We want to give you a place where you can feel comfortable. He made a little friend, and his little friend got stolen. So if anything happens to his little friend, okay, keep Jeff safe. You know, Hashtag keep can Jeff, Jeff safe. Can I say something? I'm a little disappointed in Adam because he had a perfect joke. We went from X-Men Red to X-Men Red Lobster. <laughs> oh, my God. Good. Okay, so so the writer at, a some, at some point was just like, mm, you're a phenomenal artist. Very great with details. What if you were gross in an... Wait, the let me grossest. guess how many pages. That made me upset. It, it's one, two, three, four, five. Five pages <laughs> dedicated to him eating. Eating. eating bitch. In the grossest way. In the grossest way possible. So yeah. I know you're joking, but I actually think you're right. Uh, Benjamin Percy... I'm never joking. You're, <laughs> you've never been more serious in your life. I'm joking, bitch. Um, I think Benjamin Percy gave that note to, to Juan Jose Reap because uh, uh, Reap like used to do um, uh, I can't remember the name of the company, but like Garth Ennis and like Warren Ellis used to write for it, uh, and he would do a lot of like really visceral horror, like uh, some very like gross out like body it's horror shit. Him in such a way that Beast is so far gone that mm-hmm. yeah. the villains that are reformed on uh, Krakoa. They're so much better. They are well, better people. I mean, Beast used to be like refined, as we see all the time in the fucking uh, cartoon, at the very least. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is the exact opposite. He's just and chewing his mouth off a piece of garbage. And we've seen it in glimpses like uh, Astonishing Run, where like you just want to be unleashed and be like a in crazy beast, mm-hmm. like you are or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's. Well, I don't like it, to see it. But like, <laughs> but I what I appreciate about it is it it was it was still like. Obviously, his speech, his conversation was still very sophisticated, but it was very evocative of like, you know, the fat military white guy, like the people who are just like whining and dining mm-hmm. on, on the bloods of others. So yeah. I really enjoyed it's... that kind of connection, reference. And All reflection. right. I want to talk about the food for a second. I okay. know you <laughs> well, yeah, do well, not well, care. What was he chomping but, on? No, there's Lobster. So, so Lobster much here. Point, there's yeah. so much here that is perfect as a representation of Beast, even if it's a little bit on the nose. Okay. So first... Uh, He's in, eating like a beast. In this restaurant, they've got like five courses that are out. What kind of champagne is that? Uh, I don't know. Corbell. It just says champagne. It's, so it's actually, it's uh, actually so champagne. refined. It's yeah. W-E something, which probably means that it is a specific brand of champagne, but cool. I don't know. The more important thing is that if you're in a really upscale restaurant, they would not serve you food like this, but Beast wants to have it all. He well, they, needs to have all of his food yeah. right in front of him because he's greedy. They uh-huh. wouldn't have lobster let, first. Let him ha- let- no, they wouldn't have lobster. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have all these like tiny courses around it. No. So they like forced the chef. Shit's all cold. Basically at gunpoint. Are those small tomatoes? What do you think he had on him? Because he said I had information on this Child chef. pornography. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was uh, Ray <laughs> Fines from the menu as the chef it's, before he killed himself. And th- then he just sort of has like, what is that, a, like a muscles or something? 
oysters. He's got oyster some. Shooters. He's got a bunch of oysters. And they then, also have yeah, some gotta, langoustines or cra or uh, or shrimp or something like that. Yeah, what's it, what's but, the veggie though? But also, <laughs> those are yellow tomatoes. Beast, tomatoes. beast for all of his pretension, pretensions is eating the lobster wrong. He is oh, not yeah. breaking oh, yeah. it down yeah. in yeah. the most efficient fork. way. Oh, it's a euphemism. Yeah. Well, that's what all I want to talk about is the euphemism of the food. Yeah. Break uh, me like a lot. Also, <laughs> the fact that, like, you know, you could try and draw this in a way that makes Beast look clean, but yeah. he does not mind getting his hands dirty, and he could not because his hands are so hairy. They would get sopped oh, up yeah. with all the gross stuff. It's perfect. I've also, seen, they I, do a pan out of what the whole table of all the food looks like. And it looks like he had some shrimp as well. He just didn't touch it. <laughs> <him. laughs> That's what I said. You're really, uh, you yeah. really do want to know about this menu. Yeah, I do. What What do y'all think about Beast Clones getting wiser, stronger, faster, harder, faster? And also dumb. Wolverines. Give yeah. me t- hey, give me two of your dead selves, and then I'll give you your friend back. Well, and he, of course, said Fred Bannister and jerked <laughs> off for an hour. I mean, it's not. Jeez. Fred <laughs> the fuck is Fred? I like it because not only are the uh, Logan's getting smarter. The other beasts are getting yeah. smarter. Yeah. Uh, once again, Beast is suffers from extraordinary hubris. Yeah. He believes that he could create something that's better than everyone else, and well, you know, can you imagine never the, the Beast and Wolverine clones being used to fight against Orcus? Just like a wave of these fuckers <laughs> running, <laughs> <at> everybody <laughs> fighting Sentinels once again. Wolverine's greatest foe. <laughs> exactly. They just it's pure cannon fodder. Does this feel inherently like? If a '90s comic was updated today, to today, this is what it would feel like. I kind of bombastic, crazy, over the top, too much weird detail. Like I think it just really reminded me of early. I can see like, that, but like a little bit more today, you know. I even the that. well, you're right. Even the artwork has a, especially the eating has a distinct. Um, I'm looking at you, Kalen, because if I think of the uh, like the way I eat, yeah, exactly yeah, how you eat. No, like the in, like I, you know, we ta- I think we talked in the past of like the more indie artwork or like you know yeah. when there's like the artistry of like it's so extra detailed and kind of gross and it's like you it's know like, you think body, it's like stinky body poison. horror without actually without having like violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Except right. against that lobster. Let's wrap up. Save that seafood. Uh, let's wrap up. Oh, the last up. thing. Uh, oh. I, the first the section. Food? The se- first section of this was just Fast and the Furious. A boat edition. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah, mean Speed 2 Cross Control? None of it made yeah. anything. Maybe that's why it's 90s, yeah. yeah. There's oh always God. a canal or a tributary or <laughs> night boat. That fucking skeleton monster walking thing is really impressive, though. It lives in my nightmares. Spooky. Yeah. Rogan Gambit number four, Stephanie Phillips and Carlos Gomez picking up where the last issue left off. Gambit surprises Rogue in an attempt to save her from none other than the power broker's body-stealing technology. Power Broker's the big bad. What are your thoughts on this? Why? Why? <laughs> Why is this written? Just like Bishop Moore College. There's no point. I, I really is don't know Sharon what's going Is this Sharon Carter on. as Power Broker or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like age of 13. Oh, my God. What uh, the fuck? No. Look, what's going on? Why? The, the high watermark of this is Gambit trying to light a woman on fire. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is the closest that we come the to the... This is the closest we come to that high. I do think it's fun to have, you know, this kind of interaction. I thought this was the most natural conversation that, you know, this couple had had. Yeah. Uh, other than their interaction with Forge. But. Oh, you mean like in these issues? In this issue. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like this knockout drag out counseling battle is like, I was Who like, cares? boy, I, again, all of it's, I think Stephanie Phillips is actually, a, it's a competent writer. It, it for me falls in the same thing as War College. I think what you said, Clark, was like. Why does it exist? What is it actually doing? I don't think anything is like bad Treading about it. Treading water. But that's what it is. It just feels Treading like it's just water. unnecessary. It's, is it going to end up with being like, uh, we're still married, but let's do our own things for a bit? You go to Dark X-Men, you go to Uncanny uh, Avengers? Yeah, that's probably exactly if what it is. If we it was some time apart. really a reflection about the difficulties of marriage and the, the, the complications you have with like a long-term partner trying to be honest about everything, et cetera, mm-hmm. that would be very interesting. Yes. But it feels like... All of that stuff is set up for a fake conflict. It makes me miss much, Mr. and Mrs. X. Much like I, Cyclops and yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. The, the art is sexy as 
beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous. The art is yeah. nice. It's so fantastic. Hot. Uh, Rogue right? looks so hot in this. I like the chat between Storm and Gambit to a certain point until Gambit was like, I'm just going to have sex with her. I'm not going to talk to her. I'm like, okay. What, but down. also that he was like just <laughs> hitting on Storm. Like, sort that's of. just him. Just that's let just, him. He's just a, he's just a flirty ass bitch. Oh, like, Sherry. Uh. Well, remember, uh, like once Storm aged up, not he the was the first person. Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> he's the first person to see Storm as a child. First yeah. Off. But like, they, I think I think Claremont wanted them to get together or have a relationship until like Claremont left. And then like, the I guess. Scott Lobdell, Fabian Nicieza, and Bobby Harris like wanted well, Rogue like, no. and Well, Gambit. Claremont loves his in- improper relationships. Oh, so that's Storm, better. Be all guests. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, why are they in Beast Beauty and the Beast? Yes, that's that's them inviting Storm for a threesome. Oh. Uh, <laughs> be our guest. Be our guest. Uh, anything else with the issues? Go yes, uh, Rogue looks like Pikachu when she's running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? That's the final. That's the that's new great. master evolution. What's it, what's it called? What's the move when he goes really fast and then there's lightning behind him? Thunder. Thund- it's not thunder. I don't know. Thunder crash. Thunderstruck. Um, thunder. F- Alaska thunder. Lightning. Crashes. We'll put that. Thunder puss is what I think. Thunder puss. <laughs> yes. Pikachu, do thunder puss. Then <laughs> <laughs> all of us. Oh. Bump, 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 bump. Oh! <laughs> oh! Wow! Oh, great transition, thank you, Caitlin. Um, yeah. As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call "Plug Me, Daddy," where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, seen, heard, and wanted to share with you, our little homos. And baby, it's Pride Edition, so you better be gay about it. Caitlin, you have a book in your hand currently. Is I have there a, something you'd yeah. like to say? No, not really. Or hit no, me. I have a yeah, I'm gonna both actually. Two, okay. I can be two things. I'm gonna smack you in the face with it. That's yeah. all I love that. So I'm gonna smack Ryan in the face with Wonder Woman Historia. I got the hardcover copy last week, which is when it was released. What is it? Uh it is the origin story of the Amazons. Uh it goes back like several millennia. Mm-hmm. It's lots, written by, of, lots of goddesses in there. Indeed. Uh, it's written by Kelly Sue DeConnick uh, and is illustrated in three parts. First by Filomenez, uh, second by Gene Ha, third by Nicola Scott. Um, it is stunning. Mm. It is queer. It's got queer creators. It is one of the most beautiful graphic novels I have seen in a very long time. Also, I just love the DC Black Label. It's part of the DC Black Label line, uh, which is their more mature out of continuity uh-huh. stuff. Um, and I just really like the way that, like, it's more, instead of, like, being more rectangle, it's more square, and it's, like, it opens up a lot easier, so you can read, like, you know, it, like, oh, like when I the see. pages kind yeah, of yeah. explain yeah. what that means. You, like, it just... You mean it, actually from it's a, a physical... It's a square, per- not a... It's a rectangle, no. not a square. It's not those yeah, pole things that Brent was talking a about. A square is a rectangle. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, the, each pa- the panels are no, much more rectangular. No, it's a parallelogram. Yeah, you can and you can read like like the the, the word bubbles and the art oh, doesn't get lost. Oh, the entire page is used in the that. crevices. Is what yeah, the crevices. Thank you. That's the word I was looking no, for. No, it's crease. The crease. It's actually, the right one. Yeah, Cre- crevices. No, the ass crack of the book. Getting those <laughs> the multi ass cracks. Did you ever write that like in your yearbooks? Or, hey, I wrote in your crack. Like when you wrote in your friends. What? No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm the first one to write on your crack or something. Yeah, I always said I'm. I was. I'm edging you. Most go around the back. God. <laughs> Most people would snatch the book back before I could write it. <laughs> They're like, hey. No, they would it. say, no. I'm Just good. write your name, and then they would hurry away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. You got a plug? Seemed pretty gay. Yeah, um, Yeah. I do have a plug, but it's uh, it's going to take a journey to get there. Um, oh. I finally Cast saw. Cast iron. <laughs> I finally saw Fast 10. Oh, God. Fast X. How is this gay? Um, oh, I'll actually. No, no. I know. I know. I know. It's gay. I'll tell you how it's gay. Um, first of all, it's about found family. Um, so it's about family. And is, as queer people, we choose our own family, right? And mm. also, Jason Momoa in this. I've heard. Crazy, I, I did murmur right? that. Is insane. I've heard and he's the villain. Joker. He's basically the Joker, but he's also queer-coded in the weirdest way ever he only he's can i just tell you some things that happen in it i saw Please. the clip i think he's wearing sure. flound- did this happen to jason or, or did it, or did it to, to the x yes. it's a, in so, amsterdam so he is wearing a flouncy shirt so like the fact that he looks like a pirate the entire time okay. you're like, gay you're gay and it's with vin diesel it's all these like gay. big huge hulk people and then um then also there's a scene where he they have to like really uh illustrate that he's insane he's insane He's the evilest that's ever evil. Um, but they gave a flamboyant scene of him talking to someone, but he's painting the nails of two corpses. Yes. Two 
corpses, but he's painting the nails, so it's gay. It's wild. This isn't like go see the movie, but just see how certain people interpret queer culture. Spoilers it's for it, because I, is I that just have to know. None is of it, no, no, no. Is it, do they really fight in space? Did I make that up? No, that was a previous one. That was a previous one. Was a previous no. one? This one involves <laughs> some characters. No, 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 no. This one's no. more grounded, Adam, literally. Adam, Adam no, you missed it. You let, missed you it. Just, were, the yeah. director actually said, we're going to ground this one. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Also, we're oh, going underground with this one. <laughs> I appreciate you tying it back to this podcast, because it's... X. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Did you you know that Vin Diesel is blaming the not great um, returns returns and also it being rated poorly because he thinks Jason Momoa did such a horrible job? That bitch is crazy. Vin Diesel is going to drive right off of a cliff. She is crazy. She will blame everyone else. Vin Diesel has a uh, in his contract that he can never lose in a fight and also literally treats this like he's getting a fucking Oscar the entire time. He thinks this is high art. It's wild, yeah. guys. That's queer culture. As you said, it's family, though. Yeah, Family. family. Uh, Nothing else matters. So, so moving on. I promised that I would not plug this again. Oh, God. But I What's have to. What is it a pot? To. What is it? <laughs> I, spatula. I have to plug the... Streaming service dropout. You love that. Joke. Oh, I yeah. I just because oh, their their flagship show, Dimension Twenty, mm-hmm. a D and D type you know visual uh, show. They just dropped their trailer for their next upcoming season, which is coming out on June twenty eighth. Okay. It is called Dungeons and Drag Queens. Oh. oh. It has Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh, I have heard this is actually oh, very yes. good. It has Jujubee. Yeah. Yes. It I has know. Monet Exchange. It has Bob the Drag yeah. Queen, all playing Dungeons and Dragons. That sounds amazing. With one of the best dungeon masters yeah. out he's, there. He's phenomenal. It, it is, is really good. I am beyond excited about it. It is going to be so fucking funny and so ridiculous. It's like worlds like colliding. Yes. Yeah. I, when I saw it, I teared up because of the worlds colliding. <laughs> it, June 28th, I am going to be doing watch parties by myself. Maybe a friend's going to watch I, 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 I That'd be fun. I'd come, come listen come over to, to my it. place. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't you going to be in P-Town June 28th? Shut up. I'm going to have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting <laughs> inside watching the show. Why'd you? Yeah. I got a notification. They canceled your trip. I know. <laughs> I know for a fact that none of them have played Dungeons and Dragons oh, before. Yeah. And it is going to be so great. Alaska, they have been talking Alaska's about this. Alaska's a, a big time. nerd, so perhaps maybe she has. Yeah. I have this image of you at the dick dock, like trying to watch the show, and yes. everyone's oh, like, oh, 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 oh. "You're under the dock, holding your phone." Guys, exactly. Like, like all the light. You can watch quiet. TV while you're getting hold on, or hold on. Yeah, but all the my light, Wi-Fi. the illuminating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got to get better Wi-Fi. Hold on. Hold yeah, yeah. on. He's skittering around. <laughs> yeah. Skittering. <laughs> he starts crawling <laughs> under. do down there. They skitter, <laughs> bitch, like when those crab. lights turn on. No, you're right. It's skittering. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you do get crabs Up down the walls, there. So into the water. <laughs> Dungeons, Dungeons and Drag Queens on uh, Dimension 20, which is available on Dropout. And get Dropout, too, because it does have some fun content. Okay. And it doesn't get I it's not one of the go-to streaming It's services. not Quibi. It's not <laughs> it'll uh, never be Quibi. Nothing will ever be Quibi. Nothing will ever be Quibi. Um, I could do mine. Um, I wish you would. Diablo 4 came out last week. How is it gay? The devil is gay. Our characters it, are gay as fuck in it. I don't is know. The, is they did a soft release in New York City, right? Isn't oh that my why god, it looks yeah, the fucking smog. Um, it's excellent. It's really fun. Uh, Andrew and I have been playing it on my boyfriend. We've been playing it online. Okay. That's how um, it's gay. There yeah. we go. Yeah, that's actually that is actually how it's gay. It's really helping our relationship. No, it's been really fun. <laughs> We're playing online with friends. Um, it's a blast. Like if you've ever played Diablo, it's much better than three. There's just so much fucking content, mm. but it there's just so many ways to build the characters. It doesn't feel like it's gonna get boring anytime soon. Uh, and the graphics, like the storyline is okay, but like the graphics of the story is really pretty. So pick it up, you fucker. What console is it on? <laughs> uh, I think it's on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. So on all the big ones. I don't think it's coming Adam out. Adam plays it on is all Is it of both the, the last <laughs> generation and this generation? Cause Good question. Because they still are doing that quite long I afterwards. Think yeah, now this that one, I think these PS4, ones might be. They said no more. And I was like, great. I'd be, I feel like <laughs> the, no, I'm sh- saying they still, they still this put it should on cross quite the barrier bit. because the graphics of the actual game are not that good. Yeah. Like it's built to just be a mm-hmm. combat sim kind of thing. I mean, I guess PS5 is so expensive that they're not. Just That's also why them. yeah it hasn't like reached that like major major apex yet. So I guess we'll close out with. I you, guess uh, I I don't know if I talked about last season of it. So um, love I love I uh, love is blind Brazil just came out again. They had a January one and a May one. Jeez. They're still and blind. I think well yeah. they they filmed <laughs> both. May they, they filmed both at the same time 
And I think it's because the U.S. one has been such a pile of shit oh. and had so many issues. And Vanessa Lachey is a monster. Oh, yeah. Um, everyone heard about that. hates her. Um, they, anyone so like who read, read it, everybody just thinks she's a monster. Well, she's a bad person. Anymore. She's yeah. a bad, bad person. Oh. Um, but is it weird that as a host, part of her contract, say. she has to break a cat's she, neck? Every she time can't lose any day. fight either. She's, just, that's <laughs> she's vindictive. I don't know. But um, anyways, <laughs> the reason it's gay for me is that second season, the two couples that actually got married, both of the women had gay best friends. Oh yeah, right. like and the other ones and that failed had no gay best friend to like tell them to do this or uh. don't do this. Yeah, they were like supportive, <laughs> um, but this season is really good and it's uh, Love Is Blind USA sucks and Love I hate it. it. Love Bad. Is Blind as an idea well, is a gay the, sitcom, it is exactly. well, like a gay fucking show. In well, uh, but it's I mean, yeah, it's kind of like a, a black room. Yeah, you know, you're fucking somebody in black <laughs> room. You don't know what they look like till the lights on. You're like, <laughs> there's ah. a, the queer edition has glory holes where yeah, they yeah. can't see oh, yeah, each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like sex is blind. Usually, <laughs> I, usually I do it in a green room so that uh, I can imagine the green whoever it is. Everywhere? Yes, no, gonorrhea. But yeah. oh, I thought that was, <laughs> no, that was an actor thing. But yeah, this <laughs> season's very good. There, it's got very sad suddenly, and I'm not going to say why. Oh, it's shocking. They find out that love. They could have been in love all along. Yeah, season uh, <laughs> one of them actually loses their vision. <laughs> the first episode of season of um, episode se- seven is just horrible. I know. I'm just gonna skip to that. I you know, it's, it, no, you can't because you have to watch something Sorry, else to get to that point. But this, it's really this good. This is your plug. Yeah. Okay. It's, only a, fu- it's a fantastic show <laughs> on Netflix. Yes. Only available on. Netflix. But don't watch the U.S. one. Uh, no, don't watch that crap. <laughs> okay, Brazil. Brazil. It's Brazil. fantastic, and it's more interesting because they're Brazilians. Okay. Okay. Well, those well, are our there plugs. you gay have it. Yeah. <laughs> Only on Netflix. Uh, that's been our episode. You can find us at Trade in D.C. on Saturday at 9 p.m. We're going to have drag. We're going to be wearing cosplay. You should come out if you can. Uh, and then Sunday, we'll be at Awesome Con. We'll be at Awesome Con on Saturday, too. But we'll actually be in a panel uh, setting. Uh, 315. 315. Yeah. Do you remember the room number? Yeah, you that's can, it. You can find us easily. It's three fifteen. Just show up. Get a get a front seat. We're gonna talk with the audience. We're front row will get other. wet. You, so, you'll be in the splash zone. So for our trade event, it is at nine p.m. Yes. If you read the flyer, you'll have no idea because it's written so small in the corner. It's at nine o'clock. Our our nine. flyer also works as a vision test. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <so>. Everything else is <laughs> big and, and beautiful. Rorschach it's that old, it's that old number yeah. in the corner. Uh, uh, that's the fourteenth and P. If you want to find out where the hell it is. Yep. Yeah, good call. Uh, if you want to see any of our viral tweets, uh, you can check us out at Twitter on uh, Home Spirit X. And uh, if you want to see our uh, less than viral Instagram <laughs> posts, <laughs> Homo Superior Podcast, we're still trying. All right, that's been our episode. My little homo. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.